0: All right, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Adventure Post Podcast. I am Jason Post,
1: and I'm Lacey Post,
0: and we are excited this week because finally it is uh, September, which means it is time to finally talk Christmas, right? Well, kind of. We're gonna yeah. talk. Uh, we're gonna talk some of uh, Christmas in Orlando, which we're super excited about. But uh, Disney's released a whole lot of stuff about their Christmas activities, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that. About that. Universal hasn't put as much of theirs out yet, so we're mainly going to focus on Disney Christmas and what they've got going on this year for their Christmas celebration at Disney World today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then then in, later on in our news section, we're going to have a lot of information to talk about Disney with their n- announcements they've made over the last couple of weeks with their new Disney Genie Plus and their replacement for the Fast Pass system that everyone's been waiting to hear about. So mm-hmm. we got a lot of Disney stuff to talk about today, right? Yeah, I, we do. It was an and some audio of it's show. fun
1: and some of it's not quite so fun, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll
0: have fun either way. But yeah, yeah. I know it's an audio show people can't see, but I, I wore my Mickey Santa shirt okay. just for the occasion oh, for Disney at mm-hmm. Christmas. I love the shirt. Don't get to wear it often enough. So I figured, mm-hmm. hey, let's break it out. Mm-hmm. So all of the people listening will really appreciate my attire for this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, All right, Lacey, do you want to start us all off and uh, lead us into our Holiday discussions for Disney World.
1: Yeah, and just before I do, like you said, Universal still hadn't really released everything. So yeah. if, if you go to their website, they actually do have a lot of information there, but it's from last year. And it right. even has a disclaimer saying that this may not reflect this year's <laughs> activities. Yeah. So we were a little leery to present that quite yet. A yeah. lot of it probably will stay the same. Yeah. But I guess they just haven't really committed. So we didn't want to give yeah. you false information.
0: And I feel like they did the same, did the same thing last year. They, they didn't release a lot of like actual factual information until pretty late in the game mm-hmm. last year. They kind of, because I think they were trying to figure out what was going to happen, how things were going to go. Um, so they just kind of said, yeah, we'll bring in the holidays back. Kind of how they've been before. We'll let you know details coming up. And it mm-hmm. took them a little while to get that out there. Yeah. Uh, but whatever they did last year, it was pretty good, actually. They they had some really nice offerings last year, and they still were able to do a really awesome Universal Christmas. Mm-hmm.
1: So. And we're going to Universal later this month, so we're going to do a podcast on Universal probably in October. Yeah. Um, so we can, you know, we'll update you on their Christmas happenings as they, you know, Our, are committed.
0: The, the details as yeah. they come in. Yeah. Okay,
1: but we're going to talk Walt Disney World today because they already have tickets on sale and um, nothing's sold out yet. That I've seen, but um, there are tickets on yeah. sale and people are buying Christmas packages. So we needed, and actually they have been for the last several weeks. So we right. really needed to to get on some of this information from Walt Disney World. Um, but the holiday festivities at Walt Disney World begin November 12th. And just like they had the after hours party for Halloween, they're going right. to do that again for Christmas. And the name of it is Disney Very Merriest After Hours. Okay. And it's going to be on select nights throughout November and December. Right. So it's a four-hour event. It technically begins at nine o'clock p.m., but they yeah. say guests can arrive as early as seven o'clock p.m. Okay. Um, so the exciting thing about this is they've said that the parade's <laughs> coming back. So they have not mentioned Calvacades. They said that the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade will be back, and it will awesome. begin with Mickey and Minnie and end with Santa Claus. And when we went to the Christmas party a couple of years ago, of course we went to um, we went to oh, what was the name of the Uh, Very Merry Christmas
0: uh, Party. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Yeah, yeah. When we went to
1: the... Yeah, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Yeah, the one they had for forever that was the signature (laughs) event. Um, Right. I think the parade was my favorite part. Yeah, it
0: really was. It was a really cool parade. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I don't know, I think I may still like the Halloween one better, but it was a really awesome parade, the Christmas parade. Mm -hmm. A lot of of neat stuff in there.
1: The drummer boys were amazing. (laughs) Our toy soldiers. They were
0: really cool. Kind of scary, but really cool.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Very synchronized. They were Um, very synchronized. that was neat but it's exciting to know that the parade is coming back they're also going to have a minnie's wonderful christmas time fireworks show
0: okay fireworks coming back too Mm -hmm. all right so you get
1: the parade and fireworks parade and fireworks full full thing um they're also going to have a club tinsel dance party in tomorrowland we did go i don't think we went to this when we were at the christmas party a couple years ago but we went to the version at the halloween party I think we just kind of walked in and walked out i don't think we were too impressed with that but
0: yeah i think you know normally they have little club party things going on it's at a couple of different places we went into i want to say the where was it the horseshoe yeah um, uh area that over there the, mm-hmm. I, can't, um, I don't think there were a lot of people in there at the no time. <laughs> i mean i think people want to
1: people want to do the holiday yeah. things and they want to ride rides i don't don't really think that's the, the feature. Yeah, of the, we walked into and It a was Disney a dance event.
0: party with nobody there. Mm-hmm. So,
1: <laughs> but I, I guess they think somebody must like it, so they're going to have it in Tomorrowland. Yeah. There's also going to be holiday-themed overlays on attractions such as the Jingle Cruise. And I was Yay. more excited to hear this because we just watched the Jungle Cruise, the movie. That's right. And uh, the Rock was—he was so good at playing the skipper. <laughs> he, I, I thought it was a cute movie. I enjoyed it, but yeah. um, just just coming off of watching that movie. I think it would be fun to see a holiday theme um, version of it.
0: Jingle Cruise is super popular out in Disneyland. They've been mm-hmm. doing it out there a long time, and it's a super yeah. popular overlay.
1: And it said overlays on attractions, but the only one it actually named was Jingle Cruise. So there may huh. be other ones, okay. but right now that's all it listed. Um, there's going to be castle projections that will transform the castle into a Christmas delight. Um, and this was beautiful when we were there. It had yeah. to, um, it. They really went with the Frozen theme, I think, when we were there for the Christmas party. Right, right. And it just looked gorgeous. I
0: love castle projections. I know a lot of Mm -hmm. people don't, you know, they don't like them as much as the fireworks, but I love the castle projections. I think it's so awesome looking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And besides that, there's going to be lots of special decor and lighting throughout the park. Yeah. The musical group, the Reindeer Wranglers, will perform seasonal songs (laughs) in Frontierland. Okay. So, I thought that sounded neat, but I was wondering about the, um, oh, who's the Main Street, the... Uh,
0: cadaver Dance. The ca-
1: um, well, that's the <laughs> Halloween version. The Dapper Dance. The Dapper Dance. Yeah. You know they're normally on Main Street, so I was thinking, is this is the this Dapper Dance renamed and just in a different section of the park, or is this something different?
0: I kind of hope it is because I love the Dapper Dance. they're, yeah, I do they're too. pretty awesome. I do too, and I really like the Cadaver Dance at the Halloween mm-hmm. part. <laughs>
1: yeah. So that so. that may be who the Reindeer <laughs> Wranglers are. I'm not Let's sure. Let's hope so. But this year they're going to be in Frontierland singing. Um, there's going to be lots of character sightings, including Jiminy Cricket and the Country Bears. I thought. I would love to see Jiminy Cricket, and I do like the Country Bears, but yeah. they seem like a little odd choice. Okay. I don't know, but that's the ones they listed. Um, <laughs> then they say they're going to have a lot of included snacks, ice cream, popcorn, seasonal treats, and select beverages, and yeah. we really enjoyed all the different yeah, cookies. We did. Yeah, did. That's what we liked um, when we were there. Yep. So every section kind of had its own unique cookie, and mm-hmm. it was fun to just go around throughout the night and just sample each location.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they were everywhere.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. They also say you can you will have shorter wait times at over twenty Magic Kingdom attractions. So mm-hmm. that is a big reason to go to me,
0: you particularly better. in
1: light of what we're going to talk about <laughs> later in the show. <laughs> I think I think that sounds good. Oh. So there's there's a lot of neat things I think about this part. Like I said, just having the parade again, um, having the fireworks, having the overlay on Jingle Cruise, um, the castle projections. But sure. there is a very hefty price tag. So just like mm-hmm. um, when they changed to Boobash for Halloween, the tickets jumped. Yeah. They jumped even more for the yes, Christmas let's say This event. is more
0: than Boobash, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Th- this
1: was, to me, was very disappointing. So tickets are $169 to $249 plus tax per Ooh. person, depending on the date. So just to compare, Boobash started at one twenty 120, at 129
0: Wow. So and, we'll just have to go on one of the 169 dates, right?
1: Well, even that seems almost too much to me, you know, that's kind of borderline, but yeah. it's that's it pushing it to me. Cause it I think, is. I think in the past when we've gone to the parties, I think, I think maybe for Halloween, we might've spent around 80,
0: 80. Yeah. and then
1: for Christmas, I think it was a little bit more, little but bit more. it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. $169. No.
0: no, I don't think we've ever pushed much over the $100 mark for any, no. any of these parties. No. Uh, Cause the day in the park is, is just over, it's, you know, one one oh five, one ten, one hundred ten, something like that, depending on when you're going and things like that. Yeah. Regularly, so and this when, is immensely more expensive than yeah, just a day in the park. And when
1: you're paying for a family, you know, if you were an individual just going <coughs> with a friend or someone, you know, maybe that'd be a little bit more right. doable. But when you start adding on a whole family, yeah. that really gets astronomical. Um, and like I said, the 169 dollars, which to me is still too much, but the lowest yeah. I only saw four dates in early November <laughs> yeah. that were that was that price. Yeah, um, 209 dollars seemed to be the most prevalent price mm. um, currently. When I looked. Monday, No dates were sold out. I didn't look today. I probably should have. Um, but I think these tickets are selling slower than Boo Bash. Because when we started looking at Boo Bash, there were several dates that were already sold yeah, out. And I'm yeah. not seeing that. So they may have kind of priced a lot of people yeah. out. I it, know they probably priced me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely for me. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I'm wondering because, so m- maybe the party's not selling out. But when I was pulling some quotes, um, pulling up hotel availability. Uh there's a lot of hotel avail resort availability that's not there. So You mean
1: there is a lot of availability or there's Availability
0: isn't? is not there. I had to go to uh the mid like a, a week right in the middle of December
1: uh-huh.
0: to get some availability to to open up at multiple hotels so I could pull some various quotes. Okay. So when I, I started like the week before Thanksgiving, uh and kinda leading up and I tried the week after Thanksgiving and in those two weeks, the first couple I pulled up, no value resorts were showing up. Um, very few, if any, moderate resorts showing up. It was starting with the the, the more expensive deluxe resorts that still had availability. So, hmm. I think some of their delu- some of their resorts may not be maybe booking up. But I'm wondering if people are are, are going and maybe they're going to just take advantage of the fact that the park is decorated for Christmas and enjoy the holidays and things like that. But they're not really willing to kick in the price for this extra party.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean that makes sense. And if you and there there are other things. Like if you don't if you can't afford this party but you still want to be there at Christmas. Yeah. Like, um, let me go over each part now okay. for you. Okay. So if you go to Hollywood Studios, they're gonna have a holiday projection show on a Hollywood Tower hotel. Then if you want a special holiday meal, there's Minnie's Holiday Dine at Hollywood and Vine. Sure. Um, You can see Santa Claus on his motorcade um, in a red convertible. And there's the Frozen sing-along celebration um, with a finale by Olaf that's supposed to be kind of Christmas-themed. So that's all at Hollywood Studios. I didn't see anything in Galaxy's Edge (laughs) Christmas-related.
0: Uh, <laughs> that would be funny. It wouldn't be called Christmas over there. Uh, it would be no, it like Wookiee Life right. Day, I believe, yeah. is what we go with in Star Wars. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, so if you go to Animal Kingdom, they're going to have the Tree of Life <coughs> Awakenings Holiday Edition show. They're going to have special decor and a number of festive flotillas featuring Santa Claus, Donald's, Dino Bash, Chippendale and, and the Discovery Island drummers. Um, unfortunately there's no information on whether or not Epcot will will have its candlelight processional again this year I was thinking definitely no because it's not on the website anywhere but some other people that I was looking at online said you know don't call it don't call it no yeah, yet, you know, that it still an, may be coming. It's yeah, a
0: popular event, though. It
1: is. So, yeah. so, unfortunately, right now, it looks like Candlelight Processional is not happening at Epcot. Wow. But they are, they are already announcing their Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Sure. And this will have special food offerings and a holiday cookie <laughs> stroll, which I've always wanted to do. We've been there during a lot yeah. of the food festivals, but not the Christmas one. And I think yeah. the cookie stroll would be fun.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Um, there's also going to be special inspirational performances by the Voices of Liberty. Um, and if you, if you can't afford to go inside the park, you can go to Disney Springs for some Christmas. Um, they're going to have the Christmas tree stroll again, and it's going to be throughout Disney Springs. So before COVID, before the pandemic, they kind of had one area where all the Christmas trees were. And a lot right. of people complained that it was very crowded trying to get through all the trees. Yeah. Well, then when the pandemic <clears> happened <throat> last year, they said we're still going to have the Christmas trees, but we're going to scatter them throughout Disney Springs, which I think is it's more fun. It's kind of like a hide and go seek scavenger hunt now, <laughs> you know, finding all the different trees. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're doing that again this year. Okay. Um, if you go to the west side, you might experience some magical snow at night, and then you you also have Jock Lindsay's hanker bar holiday takeover. Okay. And if you stay at one of the Disney resorts, of course <laughs> they're gonna be decked out for the holidays and have their own special treats and sure, offerings. Sure, sure. So that's kind of what Disney's offering yeah. um for Christmas.
0: Yeah. And, so. and and I love the fact that there is stuff in addition to this party because the party, I think, I'm I'm just, I don't know. I'm curious to see how that goes over with that kind of price tag. Yeah. Um, and
1: like I said, so. I don't think it's selling out. And if for that price tag, surely they're not selling as many tickets.
0: Oh, they better not be. I mean, can you no. imagine? Um, but, I mean, I, th- I think it's, it gets to the point where you have to look at it. Um, and like we do when we're, we're helping people plan, you know, trips, we look at it and we look at the value of what you're spending and, and what you're paying for, you know, where where do you want to put your time while you're down there? If it is it your first time trip, you know, we need to, you know, focus on your time in the park and as opposed to putting money into the resort you're staying at, you know, that kind of thing. So we always look at that. So when you're looking at these tickets, if we're talking to people about it, we have to say, okay, what is the value point that you're getting out of this? You know, when you're talking, it is double the price of a regular day in the park. Mm -hmm. And particularly you got to think if you're going down for a, a vacation and you're spending a week down there and you're spending three or four other days in the park, Mm -hmm. then, you know, adding an additional day in the park at, if you're adding like your fourth or fifth park day, uh, that's super cheap for your family of four. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be a hundred bucks or so to add a, a whole park day for all four people in your family, maybe, if it's your fourth or fifth day, cause they get cheaper the more you add, where if you're adding this to your week, you're spending an extra, maybe $209 per person. So if you think about the extra, even if it's, even if you're paying the regular one day price of 110, 115 bucks and you're paying this, you're paying an extra $100 for this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, per person. So you have to think, you know, how many free cookies are you going to eat? You know what I mean? Yeah. how many uh, you know of these things are you going to experience? I know it's the only way to experience the parade, but you have to look at it and say, okay, is that parade worth four hundred dollars for my family afford to watch it? Is the fireworks is that worth four hundred dollars for my family afford oh, to that's watch it a lot
1: more than four hundred no, for... no,
0: I'm saying that's that's how much more it is
1: oh, over okay. a, a
0: regular park day you know yeah. maybe you're paying four hundred dollars for your family. To go in and spend an entire day at at Magic Kingdom.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, you're paying $800 to go to this party for four hours. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's where you have to rationalize the the value of that extra money. You could do Mm -hmm. a whole nother park day for immensely cheaper and get a whole day in the park. And we're going to talk about some other other things a little later in the show in the news that you could also pay for Mm -hmm. that would offset the fact that you might have lower crowds. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I the
1: one thing that makes the party attractive to me, we're going to talk about later. Right. Um, but, you know, we did say for our event, but they did say you could get in as early as 7. So you could tack on an extra yeah. Yeah. couple hours, yeah. I guess. So, I mean, and I just checked again while you were talking, and I'm, I'm not seeing any sold-out dates. Yeah. And really, mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised, because Boobash, even though it was more, it was there were still several yeah. sold-out dates right, right away, but it's not for this. Yeah.
0: And like I said, I'm, so I'm, I'm I don't know. I mean, they're offering a bunch of stuff. I think people are going to be there. You're going to have a lot of people down there. I I, Mm -hmm. I just don't know whether they're all, you know, jumping in for this party quite yet because of the price tag. Like I said, you gotta, uh, you gotta think about it's people who are down there for a week already. You know, when you're adding that fourth or fifth day, another park day is cheap. Mm -hmm. And and if you're saying instead, you're going to add a, portion of a park day for $200 a person. Mm -hmm. That's a hard pill to swallow.
1: Well, when we get to the news too, we'll talk about some other reasons that people might be going that's outside of Christmas. Absolutely. We'll get to that in a second. um,
0: Excellent. Absolutely. But I mean, they've they've got a lot of really awesome stuff happening and and it's still Christmas in Disney and it still feels magical, you know, as -hmm. Disney does and magical as Christmas does and you put the two together and it's a super awesome time to be down there. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean,
1: that christmas party there was a lot of fun it really was but, i mean i really enjoyed main street with all the snow coming down at the oh, end I mean, yeah. it was beautiful it was awesome
0: and yeah. the cheap side of me could rationalize paying 80 bucks 90 bucks something like that for it you know um 200 bucks a person
1: i don't know yeah that's a lot
0: yeah i don't know i don't know that's what i'm saying and, and the, it, it may be worth it you know if it's that's your favorite time of year and you absolutely love Christmas and that Christmas parade is super awesome this and is if way to see it And they keep the
1: numbers really low.
0: And if the you know, if you go in and it's like an empty park, yeah, this could be an amazing experience. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that. It could be an absolutely amazing once in a lifetime, you know, memories forever experience that may totally be worth it. But you got to for me, I'm going to have to look at what else I can do um, with the money to make some uh, amazing memories. Uh, as opposed to this, you know, yeah. I don't want to drop $800 on this on a party or, you know, we could do all kinds of other things in Orlando for 800 bucks mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and make some memories. So definitely something to, that you just have to think about. But it's, you know, it looks what, awesome. Do you
1: have a quote for us? I for do. Time? So
0: I pulled some some general resort prices just so pe- people would know what the resort side of this would, would cost. Uh, and again, uh, there are no promos or discounts or anything going on in this time frame. And it was still rough for me to, to find some rooms available. So um, just as a point of reference, I pulled a standard Sunday to Friday kind of um, trip that we pull up a lot for our family of four. And I pulled a bunch of different price levels. So for our family of four to go and stay in an all-star resort, say all-star sports from December 12th to December 17th, would be 3121 and that's including 4 days of park tickets that is not including the party. Hmm. So for our family of 4 you're more than likely adding another $800 on top of that for the party if you want to go. Wow, just saying. Uh you know you can jump up from the All-Star Resorts to say Coronado Springs which is one that we love for 3770. Uh Caribbean Beach 4085. Uh, I want to say that the the uh, Port Orleans, uh, Riverside, and and French Quarter were just under four thousand, you know, for for them as well. And you know, they're all great resorts, and they're all beautiful and, and everything. But again, it's there are no deals going on right now. I guess Disney doesn't think they need to to run any offers or anything right now uh, because it's a super exciting time to be there because of the holidays and because of their celebrations and everything that they've got going on down there. Uh, but it's an expensive, expensive time to go to Disney right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what a quote looks like. That's, you know, that's, you know, that's a week in Disney with, with park tickets uh, at a beautiful resort, anywhere from 3,000 to 4,000, depending on where you wanted to stay. You can go up from there if you want to go to the deluxe resorts as well. Um, but it looked like the bottom you could find for a family of four right now was right around 3,000 You mm-hmm. could, and stuff, so... Uh, and again, if you wanted to do the, to do the party, you might could could knock a day or or some or two off of your park yeah. days, or
1: say two days off. Um,
0: but uh. I mean, you you knock two days off of those park day tickets, and you're still not saving enough to offset the cost of that party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so it's not a super exciting quote this week. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's, you know, that's that's where it is. And I know we, we talked at the beginning of the show about, you know, mm-hmm. Universal hasn't released their stuff for their Christmas celebration. But they've got a lot of Christmas celebration stuff that they will do. Mm-hmm. And theirs is not really a separate ticketed event mm-hmm. when they do their stuff, you know. Yeah. It's all just kind of part of going. So that's another area where, well, you know, Disney has all the different things, I guess, that like you said, that they were offering for Christmas as well. So Universal's is more that style. They just have a bunch of holiday activities and things that will be going on during that time Mm. in the same way. But but comparing price-wise, I mean, Universal's still a little cheaper than going to Disney right now. Mm -hmm. Resort prices um, alone are immensely cheaper over there right now. So it's... It's just something that we we, we see a lot. Yeah. But if you love to, Disney and so. you
1: haven't been anywhere in 18 months because of the pandemic, you may just You've be ready. You've some money so, up. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, and I love Christmas. So I've let's go. I've got two
0: years worth of vacation money just burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. so Yeah. yeah this could definitely be your your COVID, you know, bounce back trip. Mm-hmm. And you can make an amazing trip out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: So, the so. other reason people are going, of course, um, soon is the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. So, we're just kind of jumping into jumping travel in news, in news. Yeah. and updates yeah. now. And this is this <laughs> section is going to be all Disney, too, because they just released so much. Yep. So, we talked a little bit in the past about the upcoming 50th anniversary, but it's getting closer. And there's a lot more details now that have been released. Yeah. So, this is probably why a lot of those hotels are actually booked. Absolutely. More than Christmas, I think it's this.
0: Starting October 1st, yeah. they're probably all yep. booking
1: up. So it's so the um, 50th anniversary event begins October 1st. It's an 18-month celebration. Mm. I don't know why 18 months.
0: Because why not? <laughs> uh, I, guess, I guess so.
1: And they're <sighs> promising a lot of iridescent excitement with an emphasis on the ear spelled E-A-R. Of course there is. Um, so kind of <laughs> cheesy but fun. So cheesy. they're going to have dazzling decorations, new looks for Mickey and Minnie and friends, and magical touches in all four parks. So there's going to be a new fireworks show at Magic Kingdom called Enchantment, and this will include enchanting music, enhanced lighting, stunning fireworks, and new immersive projections that extend from Cinderella's Castle all the way down Main Street. So what do you think that means? I was trying to envision that when I read that.
0: Um, I'm trying to remember whether it was here in Magic Kingdom or out in Disneyland where they had one of these shows that was like this, where they had... The same kind of castle projection technology that they put on the castle, they put all the way down Main Street as well. So that's like the show was all if you're if you're lined up down Main Street watching it, you know, mm-hmm. it's all around you and it's super immersive and stuff. And it was supposed to be absolutely I want to say it was out in Disneyland, though. They they had something kind of like that.
1: OK, Um well,
0: that's what I'm envisioning. Yeah, well,
1: it's coming for the 50th event. So that should be pretty to see.
0: Yeah, that would be um, awesome.
1: So you get a new fireworks show at Magic Kingdom, but you also get a new nighttime show at Epcot. And this is going to be called Harmonious. Harmonious. This one actually sounds even better to me. Um, It includes a lot of Disney music and stories that they say unite people everywhere together. There's going to be fireworks, fountains, lighting, visual effects, and multimedia magic. Um, And it says you'll be carried around the globe as the songs will be performed in more than a dozen languages by 240 performers from around the world. Wow. I thought that sounded really neat. Nice. Um, so, And, you know, it goes along with the theme of Epcot and the World yeah, Showcase. I so love Epcot. I I think that I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> um, there's going to be beacons of magic at each park. Sure. So I guess it's just going to be lighting displays is what I'm imagining. So you're going to have Cinderella's Castle, of course, at Magic Kingdom, Spaceship Earth at Epcot, Hollywood Tower, Tower Hotel at Hollywood Studios, and the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom. And they're just going to be lit up with special displays each night. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be golden character sculptures throughout all four parks. So you can, again, kind of a scavenger hunt looking for Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and many more. Yeah. Um, And this was really cool. So this is over at Animal Kingdom. There's going to be a Disney Kite Tales. Um, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it says it will enthrall guests at Animal Kingdom with kites and wind catchers dancing high above in the air to beloved Disney songs. Okay. So you get flotillas <laughs> for Christmas and then you get kites for... And wind catchers for the anniversary. So yeah.
0: <laughs> quite festive <laughs> over at Animal Kingdom. All right. um,
1: and then, of course, there's going to be lots of new magical merchandise. So <laughs> probably more than, than you need or can, can afford. But there's going to be lots no of opportunities doubt. to buy no. things. Um, but the most exciting piece to me of the whole um, anniversary yeah. news is that Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to open in the France, France Pavilion at Epcot on October 1st. Guests can zip, dash, and scurry through Gaston's Kitchen as they take in the sights, sounds, and even smells of Remy's World.
0: It's supposed to be an amazing ride. hmm Yeah. They, yeah. They, so they got that one in Paris, and it's, it gets it rave reviews. It's the trackless kind of ride system, similar mm-hmm. to uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway that they've mm-hmm. added over at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty awesome as well. But this one is supposed to be a really, really popular, really great ride. So I can't wait to get to that. Yeah,
1: yeah me too. So I, to but, me, that's the highlight of this event yeah. is this new attraction.
0: Agreed. So, I wish Tron Agreed. was coming
1: too, but they haven't. I mean, and maybe it is.
0: You know, the, maybe
1: uh, not till later. So they're not yeah. willing They willing to announce it yet. They but.
0: got a year and a half to get the thing open to mm-hmm. still be part of the celebration. Yeah. I feel like that will make it somewhere. You know, I think a lot of these things that they announced years and years ago uh, were to build up to this 50th anniversary celebration. I know some of those timelines got skewed a little bit by COVID mm-hmm. and the pandemic, but uh, hopefully they can get as many of the, the, the projects they're working on right now as possible done within the next year and a half. So they're still part of the anniversary celebration, right?
1: So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so that piece of the new is very <laughs> exciting because, yeah. you know, this is all stuff that's just included with your ticket. And just some extra magic, like it said, throughout all four parks. Yeah.
0: Which is really awesome, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, But the next part of the news is a little...
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait a second. I'm still trying
1: to decide what I think about it. Did you just
0: take the fun and exciting news story and gave me the one that's going to upset everybody. I guess
1: so, but you you actually went and did the conference call with (laughs) Disney about it, so I figured you could explain it better.
0: That's fair, I guess.
1: You listened in, so I'm going to let you do this one.
0: So for everybody who hasn't heard already, Disney is officially bringing back its replacement for the FastPass Plus system. So, Fast Passes went away with the closure of of the parks for COVID. When the parks opened back up, Fast Passes did not come back. And people have been asking for many, many, many months now, when are Fast Passes coming back? And Disney has finally answered and said mm-hmm. they're not.
1: And if you haven't <laughs> been to Disney and used to Fast Pass, it's just where you yeah. can kind of pre-plan your day at the parks. Where you get to, like, reserve a certain time slot yeah. for... One or, I guess, a couple attractions you were able to do. um,
0: Yeah, so let's give a history. So originally, back in the day, uh, Disney released the Fast Pass, what we call now the Legacy Fast Pass system. So when you're in the park, you could go to a ride, you could scan your ticket, it would pop out a return time. If, you know, if the line for that ride was 45 minutes, it would pop you out a ticket with a return time 45 minutes from now. You could come back in 45 minutes and go ahead and get into the Fast Pass lane and skip the line this is their skip the line pass. Okay. Uh, so basically they had that system. Um, a few years back, they added the fast Pass plus system where they made it to where if, 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 if you could make fast pass reservations months before you ever get to the park in advance. So that through a whole nother ranch into the wrench into the planning system. so you can make some fast pass reservations and and then once you got to the park, once you used those initial you know three fast passes that you had made in advance, uh, it then reverted back to the legacy fast pass system. you could go and you could get a return time for you know a ride in the park. and at this point you could all do that through the app. So all that went away. Um, and, and that was at Disney World. over in Disneyland it was a little bit different. Uh, they had their Disney Max pass, which was a slightly it was it was closer to the legacy fast pass kind of operation. Um, and then over in pa- Disneyland Paris they've got a totally different system where you actually pay for individual fast pass type selections. okay mm-hmm. So what we've gotten back today is kind of a <laughs> a, a, a confusing, to say the least, mishmash of the max pass kind of thing out in Disneyland and unfortunately the paid pass kind of thing out in Disneyland Paris. So, let me break it all down for you. <clears throat> Here's how the marketing geniuses at Disney have rolled this thing out. So, uh, the Disney Genie is what will be re- replacing. This whole system. So, as a park guest, inside of your My Disney Experience app, there will be a section in the in that app that is your Disney Genie. Now, the Disney Genie is essentially a, a, a portion of the app to help you plan your trip and to help you find things to do while you're in the park. So, this is, if anyone is familiar with touring plans and things like that for their Disney trips, this is kind of that kind of thing where you can use this Disney Genie to lay out. What you want to do in the park, it'll give you ride times, you know, so you can figure out where you want to go next. It'll give you projected ride times. If you want to figure out when the best time to go ride Seven Dwarf Mine Train is, it'll say, "Oh, here's the time of day that, that the crowds are normally lower at that, so you can plan mm-hmm. to go at that time of day.
1: I mean, some of these are neat features. I don't uh, want to yes. be staring at my phone no. when I'm in a park, right. but... Um, Some of it seems helpful.
0: This part of it is super helpful. Absolutely. So this is just kind of a neat little way where you can plant, you can plug some different things that you want to do into this app and it'll kind of help you build your itinerary for the day. So you're not wasting any time while you're in the park, which is great for me. I hate, you know, wasting time. I hate going to Disney and being with a big group and we're all standing around going, what do you want to do next? I don't know. Where do you want to go next? What do you want to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? And you're just standing there doing nothing, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. just wasting park time to me. So Mm -hmm. I think this part of it it is great. This is the Disney Genie that's going to help you plan your day in the park. It's going to give you regular updates about, you know, wait times. So if you've got your itinerary planned out, it's going to pop up an alert and say, hey, I know you're wanting to ride um, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. The line's pretty short right now. You might want to head over there now. Um, you can plug in some extra wish type things that you would like to do into the app and it's going to come up with some magical things to to suggest for you. Uh, so that kind of stuff is going to be really good. That's the Disney genie portion of it. So a little bit of the Disney genie portion is going to be a little bit of kind of subtle crowd control for Disney side, because again, if you're in the park, if the rides are really long over here, and there's some rides over here that aren't, aren't really long, they can kind of, send notifications out to people who are in the vicinity and say, Hey, why don't you go over here where there aren't as many line the lines aren't as long and and check out some of these rides so you can hit. So Disney in the back end is able to kind of move some people to the less crowded areas of the park and free up some space in the more crowded areas of the park. So it's a little bit of crowd control in a subtle kind of way, uh, which I'm also absolutely fine with because it's going to make it a more enjoyable day in the park. So this portion of the Disney Genie, I am absolutely fine with. Uh, The other part, the other reason I'm absolutely fine with this is because it's free. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is the portion that there is no charge for. So that is the Disney Genie. Now within the Disney Genie, you're also going to be able to do things like uh, make your dining reservations. It's pulling all these things that you do in different areas of the My Disney Experience app into one place. So your dining reservations, mobile ordering, uh, wait times for rides, projected wait times, they're all going to be in this one spot. So that part should be easier. So that's the Disney Genie. Again, But what people are really looking for is the replacement for the Fast Pass. So that is the Disney Genie Plus. And that portion is a purchased add-on. And at Disney World, it's going to be $15 Mm -hmm. per person per day. Disneyland, I believe it's $20 per person per day. Mm -hmm. So, And what that is going to give you is essentially a legacy Fast Pass type functionality. Similar to Disneyland's Max Pass. Once you are in the park uh, or at 7 a.m., you know, the morning that you're going to the park and things like that, you can start making a. And they're not called Fast Passes anymore. I'm going to. It's going to be hard for me to break that. They're called Lightning Lanes now. So you can make a Lightning Lane reservation uh, for a ride. And once you have used that Lightning Lane reservation, you can make another one for another ride. So basically, you go on the app and you want to ride. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain, you pull it up and it's going to give you the next available time. You can't make one later in the day or anything like that. It's going to give you the next available time, just like Legacy FastPass would be. Uh, and then you can take that return time, go to the ride and ride it and get to skip the line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, nothing wrong with that. That's pretty awesome. Uh, the caveat is not all the rides are in there. That doesn't include every ride in the park
1: like Rise of the Resistance Rise and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad Seven Dwarfs like Train,
0: probably. Any of those e- what they call e-ticket attractions any of the big really popular attractions uh, if, you, if you've if you done the old Fast Pass reservations where they had them in the tiered system where you had a tier one and a tier two you know all those tier one rides and things like that or even I mean sometimes they separated them in the tier two but the big really popular attractions probably aren't going to be included in this and that's the other part we don't know exactly. We haven't been given a list yet of what rides are going to be in the Disney Genie Plus and what rides are not. And the super exciting rides that are not going to be in here are not in here because there's a third option. And that is the the Paris model that I, I mentioned earlier. So in addition to the Disney Genie Plus replacement, there is an option to pay for individual ride selection fast passes. So... If you want to do something like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or Rise of the Resistance or something like that, that is not in the Disney Genie Plus, you can pay an additional price.
1: Which they haven't told which us. Which they have
0: not told us what that is. Uh, and reserve uh, up to two additional rides. So again, and, and the, the, the really creative, fun Disney name for that is uh, the additional ride selection
1: so you have to pay for that on top of the Disney Plus, right?
0: It doesn't have to be on top. You don't have to get the Disney Plus in order to make an additional ride selection.
1: Okay, so you, you can, can just, just do that on You own. can just
0: do that and not have the Disney Genie mm-hmm. Plus if you would like. Uh, but I, I, I think they think that most mm-hmm. people are going to do both. <clears throat> but, well, the
1: only time I would probably do that, like if, say, we were from Canada and sure. we were coming down and we didn't know when we were going to make it back to Walt sure. Disney World and I was bringing you a huge Star Wars fan... I wouldn't want you to miss ride the resistance because there's a yeah. good chance there you might not get to ride it if right. you know all the boarding passes get taken. Yeah. So that would be a reason maybe to do it, but I'm still not. It's a just going to add it. up
0: because I have a feeling yeah. that these price points for the individual ride selections is still going to be in the upper, you know, I don't know, somewhere in the teens to twenty dollars per additional ride selection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean. Again, it's it's hard for me to say. I've spent, you know, five hundred dollars for my family to get into the park, you know, for this one day. Mm-hmm. And maybe I've done the Disney Genie Plus for the four of us, so we've spent another sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. On top of that, if you're going to tell me I have to spend another sixty dollars just to ride one more to ride one more ride.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: it's it's hard. It's just one thing after another, you know. Yeah.
1: I like just uh, one price and you get in and you're done.
0: <laughs> and yeah, so, I mean, it's
1: This is really frustrating. It
0: seems like a reversion. It seems mm-hmm. like it's going backwards cuz in the beginning, all of the theme all of these theme parks we're, we're, we're a lot more closer to like when you go to the fair and you buy a number of tickets and t- for rides and you go and you spend tickets to ride rides. That's how all these theme parks started. When you went to Disney, you, you bought a a, a ticket booklet and you had a booklet of tickets and it had E tickets and D tickets and C tickets and, uh, A tickets and, You used an A ticket to go ride an A ride, and you used a B ticket to go ride a B ride, and you had to buy an additional book of tickets to ride the ride. So that's where the E ticket attraction term comes from. Those really popular Mm -hmm. attractions were E tickets. Mm -hmm. But, you know, your booklet may have only had one or two of those in there, so you had to buy additional tickets. So (coughs) it was, uh, shockingly enough, Six Flags was the first, you know, popular theme park to introduce a single price point where you paid you got into the park and you got to ride everything in the park so um and everybody slowly started migrating in that direction so this just kind of feels like we're going backwards Mm -hmm. to that former where we're going in and we're paying to get in but now we're also paying to ride the rides and stuff Mm -hmm. um and
1: yeah it doesn't seem like they're progressing it seems like they're going back and they're being kind of elitist too and you know
0: And here's the thing, and I understand your point. If you're coming from Canada and you you just don't want to miss the ride, they're trying to make it available to where everybody can can ride it somehow. So, you know, if you want to wait in line, there's a standby line option. If you want to try the virtual line, a lot more. I think they're going to add more rides that have the virtual line option, the way Rise of the Resistance does. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to use the Disney Genie Plus, you can use that option. If you want to use the additional ride selection uh, thing, you can use that option. So they've got a bunch of different ways to do it. Some of them have additional price points. If you don't want to pay additional price points, you can still do virtual lines and standby. Um, you know, I don't know for me. Okay. It's, it, it is a little bit nickel nickel and dime feeling like they're, you know, it's just one more thing to pay for. And that bugs me a little bit. And I know, at least for the Disney Genie Plus, you can plan ahead and you can build that all into your vacation package ahead of time. If you book a Disney World vacation package with room and tickets, you can add the Disney Genie Plus to that package. So it doesn't feel like a nickel and dime type Mm. thing, right?
1: I'm wondering if they're going to do like price breaks too. Like if you get it for like so many days, maybe it's... Discounting.
0: You know, I, I think at this I don't point, know. it sounds like they're trying to gauge people's reactions a little bit before they release more information so they can, you know, maybe adjust a little bit. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that comes out. And that's, again, that's why they haven't released any of the prices for the uh, additional attraction selections as well. I think they maybe want to gauge people's reaction just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, again, it's nickel and dimey feeling. But for me, isn't, I mean, the price point isn't the problem for me so much, um, you know, because people are going to Disney and and people have come to understand that Disney is expensive. Disney has intentionally made itself expensive. You know, it's trying to be, you know, the, you know, expensive option so that, you know, it, it, it still is, you know, the. it, it helps to, to limit crowds and things like that or whatever. But... People have, uh, understand that it's expensive. It's a, it's a trip you have to save to do, you know. So the price point isn't the problem for me. The problem for me is that it's so confusing, mm-hmm. you know. It's just adding, eno- like the Fast Passes and the Fast Pass Plus system was difficult enough to explain to a, non, to a new Disney person, you know. To a first-time visitor mm-hmm. trying to explain how that all worked had its own challenges. This is another level of challenge trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just that many more options that gets that much more confusing. Uh, the, the naming convention they've come up with makes absolutely no sense to me <laughs> and it seems unnecessarily confusing. Uh, you know, I,
1: I try to come up with <coughs> cute names to make it sound more fun.
0: I know, but <laughs> again, a, as a communications marketing person, you know, that's my, <laughs> that's one of the things that I do, uh, as that guy, I look at this and it kind of makes me cringe, you know? Uh, if it were me, I would have said, you know, this, all right, this, this whole planning, free planning software that everybody loves, that needs to be called the Disney Genie. And it's free, and people will love the Disney Genie, okay? The paid fat Legacy fast pass kind of option, just call that, like, a Lightning Lanes Pass, you know, or a Disney Lightning Lanes Pass, or something like that catchy, and the additional ride selection, make that Lightning Lanes Plus selection, or something like that. Something to where those two things tied together more. Mm -hmm. Those are the two that really need to tie together and the Disney genie planning part needs to be separate. For some reason they tied the, the, the initial fast pass to the Disney genie. And then the additional ride selection has no name at all really. And it's just out there and it doesn't tie to anything. It's just a little more confusing. It makes it super hard for, for Lacey and I to explain it to new people going to Disney or even at this point, dedicated Disney fans who have been there repeatedly. uh, We're trying to explain this and it's confusing even to Mm -hmm. them. So Again, from a marketing communication standpoint, it just doesn't make sense. It's just not mm-hmm. well thought out.
1: See, that so. part doesn't bug me as much as I'm opposite of you because oh. the price is what gets me. Yeah. Because you know it's expensive enough to go <laughs> to pay for the just the tickets and the is. part. Yeah. And sure, if I was by myself, single, or just me, you know, maybe fifteen twenty dollars wouldn't seem like that much. But when you have kids and you're bringing them, you know, each <laughs> it just yeah. keeps multiplying. Yeah. And so it kind of starts to price you out, and you know I I just I'm really yeah. fearful of what it's going to look like when you go to the park if you can't afford it. You know, or you it's or the wait time is going to be awful? Or hopefully enough people won't do this to where
0: <laughs> but they'll rethink it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know what to expect, and I know people are saying, well, Universal and Six Flags have been charging for this forever. And yes, Universal has their Express Pass, and it's expensive, and we've yeah. we've used it several times, and we love it but we've never paid for it. The only time we ever get it is if we're staying at the deluxe resort or what did they call it preferred resort there. And we've gotten a really good deal on our room at the preferred resort. You know, they had some kind of sale going on so we could afford to stay there. And then that was the perk. So I've never paid for it and I've never paid for it at six Flags. No. Um, so I don't, (laughs) we don't pay for those things. You know, that's just, it's too much in my opinion.
0: We don't. And, and yeah. Um, That's true. And we don't pay for it out of pocket. And and that's, again, uh, sorry, I lost something I was going to say. Um, Talking of Universal. So when we talk about the prices, again, we haven't paid out of pocket for any Universal Express Pass um, because they are super expensive. They are more expensive than all of this Disney Genie Plus and additional Mm -hmm. ride selection stuff put together. The Express Pass is a more expensive option when compared Uh, if you were just paying out of pocket for it. Mm -hmm. Now, when we've done it, we've upgraded our hotel specifically to get that before. And I know a lot of people probably have because it's actually cheaper to upgrade the hotel than it is to pay for it. It's that expensive. Uh, But I think if if I had my choice, I would rather have seen Disney introduce something very similar to the Express Pass that's just a one thing. If they want to make it, exorbitantly expensive that's fine because that's kind of why express pass works mm-hmm. because it is the absolutely simplest option is it? it is an express pass for, for avid disney fans it is essentially like having a, a vip fast pass if, if from back in the day uh, you basically walk up to any ride and you walk into the express pass lane and you go ride the ride there's no return times there's no getting a ticket and coming back. You just go up to the ride. You show me fast, your express pass and you get on the ride in that express pass lane, which is usually a, it's a shorter, you know, lightning lane, fast pass lane kind of, kind of line. It is the s- absolutely simplest version you can do. It is super expensive and it only works because not everybody does it, you know, but was, you, <laughs> so sorry. If, if, Disney had, up yeah, if, if Disney had, if Disney had introduced something like that, that was super simple and awesome and at the same time pretty darn expensive, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I would be okay with it. And, you know, they could then take that and say, all right, you know, we're going to include this in our deluxe resorts or even like our club level deluxe resorts or something like that. That's what Universal does. And Mm -hmm. people don't, again, it's Disney, they get a little more attention, they get a little more of the people kind of, you know, crying foul when they do all these things. And Universal's over here doing the exact same stuff and people don't have a problem with it. I think it's just the way they go about it, you know, because Mm -hmm. they give the express fast free to their top level hotels and people don't cry elitist over there. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just an accepted, accepted thing. And a lot of people have said, well, you know, it's, it's a different thing and people aren't complaining because universals was never had like a free version that they switched to paid. Well, they did. I don't think people will remember it, but at one point universal had the same exact thing as the legacy fast pass. When we first I don't went Remember that at all? Yeah, when we first went to Universal uh 20 years ago, you know, the first couple of years we were married. We were we would go to each Yeah, you know, and and at that point we had some old tickets from Universal that were still good. Remember that? Or Disney? No, no, I had some tickets from Universal that were paper tickets.
1: Well, I thought they were Disney. We had
0: we had both. Okay. Um but I remember walking up to rides and having to get them to scan it and stuff. So I mean, okay. I th-
1: I thought that was just Disney, but I, I guess I'm, I I
0: feel like because I was I was really shocked. I mean, that was when we, when we both of us kind of had um, that first experience with the fast pass and it was and, and that fast pass skip the line kind of thing, and it was just amazing, right? Um, so I mean, I don't think that if they had it at Universal, they didn't have it long. They switched over to this paid version, you know. But uh, if it still feels like Universal does this, and and people don't give them a hard time because theirs just is simple. It's more expensive, mm-hmm. but it is simple.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the bottom line, where Disney's is is expensive and it feels expensive, but it's super confusing. You know, it needs to be an easier format. It needs to be a better way mm-hmm. to explain it, uh, the bottom line. Uh, Disney just makes things confusing.
1: And I did say that I, we never paid for any of the express, express things, pass. but I just remember we did pay for... Max pass one time in Disneyland. We did. Yeah. But we just did it on one day. I think it was like a Saturday. The days during the you know, the yeah. weekdays we didn't. But for that Saturday we did for that one day. And it was it was nice. And, yeah, but it included photos too. So I really kinda felt like I was I'm getting all these free pictures or, you know, I felt like I was buying the pictures more than the, than the fast pass. It came with a lot more, but it was, I think it was only 10 or $15,
0: $10. It was like 10 at that point. It was like $10 per person per ticket or something. It did include the photo pass out in Disneyland. Yeah. And the new Disney Genie plus in Disneyland will also include some photo pass stuff. Okay. In Disney world, it doesn't include like memory maker, but it includes some filters for your phone. So you can take some, some of your own, you can take your own pictures that might, you know, the photo, the memory maker has those magical spots where they, they have magical things appear in your Mm -hmm. hand when they take your picture and things like that. So I think they've built some augmented reality into the, this Disney, uh, Genie plus portion Mm -hmm. where you'll get some additional filters for your phone. So you can take your own little magical augmented reality type pictures Mm -hmm. with Tinkerbell Tinkerbell in your hand or things like that. Mm -hmm. So, there are some little things like that that are that are also in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think they just need to make it easier all overall. Uh, it's yeah. it's just it's kind of a, it's just a very confusing kind of process, and it just seems to be one thing after another right now with Disney, where they're you know, mm-hmm. like I said, they aren't running any promotional[s] right now. Their their prices in general are going up still. You know, they've got all these Christmas parties and Halloween parties that are a lot more expensive for smaller parties. And we're not exactly sure how that's going to compare. Uh, you've got the Fast Passes not coming back, and you've got this replacing it with basically a paid version of Fast Pass.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, so. one benefit that some people are happy about—these <coughs> are your non- non-planners—because <laughs> they can walk sure. in that day and they don't have to worry about people that are planners and have already gotten yeah. all their their Fast Passes or Lightning Lanes or whatever months yeah. ahead. You know, now everybody's kind of going in. Well, everybody is seven a.m. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so if you better be an early morning person, if you're going to do this too. Yeah, it's but get started. I heard somebody today said it was going to be like Hunger Games at 7 a.m. So and that, <laughs> I, that made me laugh because I was like, it, it probably is because you got everybody trying to get this at once. So I don't know. But when we did yeah. do the the Max Pass out in Disneyland, you know, it was nice because we could go it, in and just
0: all in the app. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, that part was that part was kind of refreshing. Yeah, because we really didn't even realize we were taking that trip to about a month before we went, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like we did a ton of planning for it. So
0: right, right. Um,
1: but yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I think people have not liked that. At, at the fast pass plus, you know, early reservations. A lot of people have not liked that for a long mm-hmm. time because of I that. Mean,
1: I don't mind but, it because I'm a planner and I yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. But some people just really don't like it. Yeah. So. So I think
0: they're trying to come up with a better system and they think they've come up with a really awesome system. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll, they'll figure out some of the the kinks and stuff. Again, in my mind, that just seems like there's a better way. It seems like yeah. there's an easier way.
1: I'm not like, a fan and I'm yeah. just afraid it's going to kind of take away from the yeah. experience of the everyday guest who can't afford these Absolutely. options. Yeah. Like I'm afraid it's just going to make not going in the part. I mean, <laughs> is it going to be worth that ticket price we we're talking about earlier? Well, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And again, it's hard to know what the ticket prices keep going up. But again, Over at Universal, we don't really think about it that way, right? It doesn't seem Mm -hmm. that way, even though theirs is technically more expensive than this.
1: Because we never pay for it. Because we don't pay for it. I know that's what I'm saying. So if we go to Disney, we don't pay for it. And you can still go, and you can still have a good time without it. I mean, sometimes we avoid the weekends if we don't, you know, have Express Pass. Because, you know, that's the same here in Atlanta. You know, you go to Six Flags on the weekend, and there's just going to be longer waits. There's more people there. So, But...
0: So, and it, it it may be that Disney's a little bit, If I think more people are going to do this than do the, than pay for the Express Pass out of pocket mm-hmm. at Universal. So Yeah.
1: I don't think many people no. do that. I mean, so, I could be wrong, but.
0: So, you may be taking more people out of the standby line and moving them into the Lightning Lane line and actually making some of those standby lines a little bit better in comparison. So I've th- heard I don't, it
1: would make it worse. The more people that do it, the worse it is.
0: The more people that do the. Because
1: of the ratios.
0: Well, the more people that do it is going to make the lightning lanes worse, right?
1: Well, I think they like take so many people from the lightning lanes before the the guests, making the like,
0: other lines slower. Yeah, so the more sure, people that do sure. it, I've heard, it's going to make yeah. it.
1: But I don't know. I guess we'll see. But again, that's
0: the same way as the <laughs> the express pass over in Universal. We, we we can we can go to Universal and not use the express pass and still have a good time, and understand that we're going to wait in some lines. We just go at less crowded times of the year. So. I think this is going to be a similar experience, especially you're going to have more options for virtual lines that you can do for free uh, in addition to the standby lines. I guess I'm, I don't know. My, my problem is just that it's just so confusing. I wish it was as simple as Universal, and I think Universal is sitting down the street watching all of this unfold. <laughs> and and if you, if you follow Universal's Facebook pages, especially the annual Passholder Facebook page, they're kind of sitting over there poking fun at Disney the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of subtly, you know, throwing shade and making fun of all the little things that Disney's coming out with, you know, and there's is just easier, you know, and it's more it's more expensive, but it's super easy. Mm-hmm. And and I think people just appreciate it more and as, as they're cranking up all their prices over here at Disney and cranking up all the things you have to pay for, Universal is just looking more and more like a more attractive mm-hmm. option for people. So I think and, again, I know we were talking about this earlier, and I think that is something that, you know, Disney's looking at all these things. I really don't think that they're thinking long-term enough for for what they're doing. Because, again, Universal is sitting over here, and you got families like us who have tried Universal and just realized that, oh, this Harry Potter is awesome, and we love this park. So we have kids who have now have grown up going to Universal. So... You know, you've got all these people who see Disney as this magical place because they grew up with Disney and the idea of Disney, and they grew up maybe going to Disney, so now they're taking their kids to Disney, and it's just such this magical experience, right? But they're also adding all of these more confusing and paid options, slowly chipping away a little bit at that magic. And then down the street, you've got Universal, who's creating all-new magic kind of things. For, for families and now you have families growing up going to Universal and our kids are going to have kids and say oh we're going to take them to Universal like we did when I kid and it's going to be this magical thing and suddenly we're going to get 10 15 years down the road and Disney's going to realize they don't ha- have the market on magic cornered anymore mm-hmm. you know what I mean that nostalgia that they've got built in because they've been here for 50 years mm-hmm. suddenly Universal's going to have that nostalgia built in as well and I don't think they're really thinking the long game the way they should be because Universal has what they're calling a technically their fourth gate that they are building right now, a brand new theme park. So when they open a brand new theme park and they've got, what, three to four parks over there uh, that is a really attractive park that does amazing stuff over Universal and amazing hotels. And we've talked about it before on the show. Th- those are some of our favorite hotels in Orlando. And they're a fraction of the cost of the Disney Mm -hmm. hotels. Eventually, Disney's going to realize that our market share is not as dominant anymore. And they're going to, you know, pricing people out and and saying, well, we want to be the the Apple version. You know, we want to be the expensive best option, you know, and we're fine with that. If fewer people come, but they're paying more, we're okay with that. And they're going to realize that a lot of people are starting to funnel over to Universal and have an amazing mm-hmm. trip and, and magical, you know, and they're going to realize that they're not the only magic in town. And mm-hmm. I don't think they're really thinking it through in a long-term kind of mindset, quite mm-hmm. the way they should be. So
1: well, I hope they'll have to reverse some of these decisions they've made the last few years. Cause I mean, you know, when we first started going, they had <laughs> things that Universal didn't offer that was just included like the fast pass system. Yeah. And yeah, Free parking at the resorts um, yeah. that carried over to the theme parks. And, you know, the Magical Express, we didn't really take advantage of that. Well, it we did once. We yeah, did and once. your
0: parents have, and a lot of yeah. clients and stuff have. But,
1: but they've just kind of chipped all of that away. Free parking, you know? gone. You're so. paying your
0: nightly parking resort fees. Now you're paying resort fees. They added those in a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Magical Express, the airport transfer, which people loved, gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, free Fast Passes, gone. Mm-hmm. At this point, dining plans that people loved gone. And think they uh, even know. took
1: like their luggage tags. They always gave you the free. free yeah. I mean, just I don't know. They just keep chipping away, and I think they're taking yeah. away from the the overall experience.
0: There were a lot of little things that so, just made it a magical experience.
1: Yeah, you know, you felt like they cared about you and wanted you to come, yeah. and you know.
0: And you know, there was a don't point really where feel they like that anymore. They cornered the market on service. You know that that personal magical touch. You know, and. And it's not to say that it's not that way anymore, you know. And and it still kind of is, and they still do, you know, really neat, amazing things. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Down the street, uh, the service over at Universal has risen to that level. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're the only ones in town offering this Disney-level service because yeah. Universal's doing it as well now.
1: And we haven't been to SeaWorld. So. Well, we've been to Discovery Cove, but it was really and nice. Discovery and Cove was amazing. And so I think SeaWorld's upping their game Absolutely. as well.
0: And, so. and again, we've talked about it before. If, if, if you look at Disney and think it's super expensive and, and Universal mm-hmm. is a cheaper but just as good option, <laughs> holy crap, is SeaWorld affordable down the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so...
1: But all that being said, I mean, I still do love going to Disney and Christmas time is a good time yeah. to go and all the 50th anniversary stuff sounds neat and I really do want to ride Remy's Ratatouille. <coughs> so oh, yeah. yeah, a yeah. strategy for us in the future, I don't think we don't have a trip there planned now yeah. for a little while, but is you know, would probably be to go during the week and during a time when it's really not that crowded. So maybe you don't have yeah. to worry about yeah. all this Disney plus stuff quite so much and, yeah. um, I don't know. But Disney it'll, it'll, Genie is, Plus. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely going to make me <laughs> think through when I go and how yeah. I go a lot more. Because it's going to be much harder to find a deal and to make it oh, absolutely. you know, somewhat affordable. Yeah, we, so. and we're
0: saying all this as, again, as avid Disney fans who absolutely love this park. You know, we love going down here. Well, so. They have an
1: amazing park.
0: Yeah, and we're yeah. still going to go. We're just going to have to figure out a way to do it because mm-hmm. you know, we don't have plans. We know. I will, yeah, to, to to do the to Genie Plus and the additional ride selection, unless we have to, you know. Yeah, I don't really plan on doing so, that.
1: So in the future, when we do plan a trip, we'll have to yeah. figure out <laughs> how to combat that kind of. But um. so
0: as 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 it comes out, and again, that's the other We don't have a, a solid release date yet. They said fall. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's one of those things where Disney has released information, uh, a little bit of information. But not the full details, uh, and and we really could use some more details. And again, whoever's on the Disney marketing communication team, we just need a little bit more
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and a little bit better. So, these are these are the guys who killed John Carter for me. Remember? Oh yeah, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we've probably kind of overloaded people <sighs> on Disney stuff this show, so we should probably kind of wrap it up. Okay, um, yeah. But next week, our next episode won't be next week, but in a couple weeks, we're going to shift from Disney and talk about some fall destinations. Okay. So if you're wanting to get away and maybe escape to the mountains or... um,
0: Because it's fall, right? Yeah,
1: or just kind of in a different sort of you know non-beachy environment we'll kind of talk about some fall destinations
0: september 1st is the fall for in my mind that's that's mm-hmm. that's when fall season starts it's for usually me,
1: right? right after my birthday <laughs> or, or yeah, you, actually right before <laughs> my birthday you're talking so like
0: official fall i'm talking yeah. like in my mind they start serving yeah. pumpkin spice lattes then it's fall mm-hmm. <laughs> so
1: yay so that'll be I next time
0: all right awesome well that will wrap up today's show we've talked about a lot of different things so um i hope you guys have enjoyed our conversations about disney today if you have any questions about anything you heard today or wanted to ask us about anything else or if you would like to plan a uh, holiday trip to disney or universal or anywhere else we we uh talk about you can definitely reach out to us and we'd be happy to help you Lacey, how can they get in contact with you
1: Lacey at lamplightadventures.com
0: Right. (laughs) You can email me, uh, Jason, at lamplightadventures.com and uh, let us know uh, how we can help. Uh, If you like the show, you can leave us a comment uh, below or leave us a review. You know, share it out, whatever you can do to help uh, get the word out there. And we hope you have enjoyed the show. And uh, everybody has a great week. And we will see you next time on the next episode of The Adventure Post. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Have a great week.